Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, we're getting ready to watch a beautiful sunrise here in Kaplan, Louisiana. Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, also known as Crawfish Haven, going to be doing a crawfish catching excursion and a boiling a little bit later on. It's all in celebration of a Mother's Day this weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all. All you moms out there. All right, we've got the red snapper season approaching, and that means there's going to be a lot more boats fishing offshore. And uh, those of you who have fished offshore, I'm sure you've seen it. It happens. It's called barotrauma. It's a pressure-related injury that fish experience when you reel them up from the depths. And what happens is they become helpless, and because of size or limits, a lot of these fish have to be released. You release a, a fish suffering from barotrauma. It's uh, susceptible to sharks and birds and other predators, and often they do not survive. In fact, the latest statistics say that more than 10 million of these federally managed fish are released, and about a million, at least a million of them die because they're not being handled properly. Well, now there is an opportunity for, for everyone to get some free release gear, which is legally required now. It's valued at $100 to help those fish survive. And it's also being done in conjunction with a program called Return em Right. And Dr. Nick Haddad with the University of Florida, who is the Sustainable Fisheries Communications Manager, joins us now to talk more about it. Dr. Nick, good morning. How's things over in Florida today? Good morning, Don. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm getting ready to tear into some Louisiana crawfish, and I know you know all about oh, I, those. I, I like the sound of that. Unfortunately, I'm not a doctor yet, but I'll take it. Uh, I got my master's at LSU, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of LSU over there. But uh, uh, anybody yeah. anybody's got a master's from LSU is a doctor. Accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it from you. I'll take your word for it. But yeah, tell us about the return them right. The, the return of right program is an awesome opportunity. Um, we want to work with anglers to reduce that uh, discard mortality rate, specifically when fishing for offshore fish, including snapper grouper that are suffering from barotrauma. So the overall goal is to improve survival, which in turn um, should lead to more fish in the future that we can catch and hopefully more that we can take home. And as you mentioned, this program provides free training on best practices, including venting, which is traditionally the practice most anglers are probably familiar with, with getting fish back to depth, but also emphasizing the use of descending devices, which is a lot easier for a lot of anglers. Um, and and uh, they are, as you said, the Descend Act went into place in January, which requires either a venting tool or a descending device on board while fishing for reef fish in federal waters. Now, it's great to require that on board, but as you know, uh, you know, a device sitting in a cup holder that gets rusty but allows you to be compliant but isn't being used doesn't help out the, the fishery at all. 
So if, if that rule is going to be in place, we might as well use them properly and give fish their best chance of surviving release so we could take more home in the future. Yeah, I got to tell you, uh, I really enjoyed watching the training video. It's very well done. And as many years as I've been fishing and as many fish I've seen offshore, I learned some things from that video. I did not know that you could recognize barotrauma from uh, the bubbled scales, which that was explained. And I've also, yep. you know, people realize that I've been on boats with licensed, experienced charter captains, and they'll pull one up, and, and when they go to vent it, they pop the stomach, which is what's protruding out of the mouth. And I'm saying, well, no, 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 yep. that's not how you do this. you got to do the swim bladder. So it, the, the education is a value in itself, but also that $100 kit that you guys are offering absolutely free. Explain what's in that kit. Yeah, so it, it's an awesome kit. Um, it includes a sequelizer, which is a pressure-based descending device, and you can actually set it to release at 50, 100, and 100, or 150 feet of depth. Um, and it's, if you've ever used a boga grip before, you know how to use a sequelizer. You just simply attach it to the lower jaw of the fish, um, and then I have it pre-rigged to a 3-pound weight which should help you descend fish up to 15 to 20 pounds. So if, if you're descending some small fish, it might be a little overkill, but we, we wanted to provide anglers with enough weight to get some of the bigger fish down uh, so they don't have to worry about um, they don't have to worry about changing weights out quite as much in, in case they need more weight. Uh, but it's a well, really makes... cool kit, so you get, you get that pre-rigged, and we also give a second descending device as well in the kit. Well, I'm expecting to receive mine this week. Uh, tell people what website to go to to sign up to get their gear. Yeah, if you just go to returnemright.org, um, it's just uh, you'll click a button there that says Review Best Practices, and offshore anglers in the Gulf of Mexico will uh, go through a 15-minute review of best practices, and at the end you fill out your shipping address, and then give us a couple weeks, and it should show up on your doorstep. What is this going to mean if it's successful, which I think it will be, and more of those fish that die when they're released from barotrauma will survive? What is that going to mean as far as being able to keep more fish? So discard mortality is estimated and it's counted against the quota of fish we're allowed to harvest. So, you know, the more dead discards that a fishery has, the less you're allowed to bring home because that's a portion of your quota that is being that is being counted against you as dead discards. So for us, you know, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but if we can take the time and all work together to reduce discard mortality and improve survival, that estimate that, you know, the Fishery Management Councils and NOAA uses is going to go down over time, which means that's more we're allowed to harvest. So that's the end goal here is to to lower that discard mortality rate. For every 1% that goes down, that's 100,000 more fish that survive. So if we can, you know, do that successfully and prove to management that we are doing that, then that should lead to more fish for us to bring home in the future. And as you know, there's more people fishing, more people fishing than ever before. So it's more important than ever before uh, to do this. Absolutely. Well, Nick, thank you so much to uh, Florida Sea Grant, University of Florida, for putting this program together. Return um, right. That's returnemright.org, and you can view the, the training tape and then also get your free gear. Nick, thanks so much for being with us, and, uh, you know, when you get back to Louisiana, give me a holler when you come down. We might save Absolutely. you a coffee thank- too. <laughs> thanks for having me, Don. <laughs> All right, Nick. Take care. Have a good weekend. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. All right, that's Nick Haddad, and that's it. All you got to do, return them right. Go to the website, and you'll get a $100 gear package to help you re- release your fish properly so they'll survive to 
fight another day, and by increasing the population, we get to increase the harvest quota, which means you get a bigger limit of fish. All right, we come back after this. Mike Gallo, born on the Bayou guy, joins us. And, boy, he's in a hot fishing area right now. He'll tell you all about it next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, you, the audience, is responsible for that song. Y'all chose that as a theme song for Captain Mike Gallo, who will be with us momentarily. His reports each week, by the way, are sponsored by CETO. If you were tuned in last week, we talked to Captain Chris Orfanello, uh, the owner-operator, and he was giving us all the rundown on how wonderful having that $199 a year membership is. They'll bring you fuel wherever you are. They tow you in whether they need to come get you, jumpstart electrical problems. Whatever it takes to get you back safely, you are not charged a nickel more, which could cost you thousands of dollars if you have to pay the hourly rate. If you want to get signed up, CETO.com is pretty easy. I'll call Captain Chris. He's available at 504-301-4545. Mike Gallo joins us now. And, Mike, I am getting all kind of reports in of fish in Lake Pontchartrain. Have you been getting in on some of that action? Oh, yeah, Don. We've been having some good fishing in Lake Pontchartrain when the weather will let you get, you know, wherever you'd like to fish, North Shore or South Shore. Uh, it's been very productive. I'm glad to see those trout show up in Lake Pontchartrain. With all those spillway openings we had several years back, it kind of put a strain on them. But it's it's certainly nice to see them come back, you know, so close to right where we depart from. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Mike, I had a, a earlier texter wanted to know about how to rig up if you're fishing double rig in Lake Pontchartrain, and, and I frown upon double rigging when you're fishing in Pontchartrain. But if someone wants to do that, uh, explain how you would rig up to put a double rig. I, I guess you would basically use your drop shot, but double it in some kind of way if you were going to fish there at the bridges. 
Yeah, a double rig don is very simple. You can use about a 30-inch piece of the leader of your choice. I use 20-pound fluorocarbon, and you can tie your jig on each end. Fold it over and make a figure eight knot or an overhand loop knot about two-thirds of the way up. And you'll have one jig hanging lower than the other with twice the amount of weight. You can cast a little bit further. But often you can, if you're into a school of fish, you hook that first one. Don't necessarily horse him to the boat. Just kind of steady retrieve, and you'll feel that second jig load up. And often you can catch two at a time. Uh, for me, the fun's in catching them, so I don't want to cut my fun in half. I want to catch them <laughs> one at a time. Gotcha. That's right. Instead of catching 12.5, you, you catch 25 times. Good point. Uh, Mike, I got right. another comment in. We were talking about that new reef that's being created over there in Big Lake, and uh, someone said in, in about 2006 the Dudley Reef was built uh, near the twin span, but it's never been successful. They want to know why. You and I have fished it. We've caught some fish there, but I think it has really underperformed. And they tell me, the scientists, that maybe because it, a lot of these are experimental, and if they're not in the right spot where they get the right tidal movement or whatever possibility makes them not a successful structure, uh, have you been going back to that regularly? Is that one of your spots to stop and fish? And if so, when and how do you fish it? Well, Don, I think it is a productive spot. It's more of having the weather to be able to fish it. You know, obviously being a reef with lots of concrete rubble down on the bottom, you're generally going to be fishing a slip cork where you can drift across it. And and you want to have, obviously, you know, sort of calm seas where you can get to it, anchor, position yourself, and, you know, fish that slip cork over the top of it. I think it's underfished, not underproduced. There's there's fish there. Don, 90% of the time I go there, there's nobody on either one of those reefs. Right, right. And the same thing with the reefs in Lake Bourne. They just rarely get fished. And I can understand, you know, most anglers want to fish visible structures. The bridges are sticking up out of the water. It's easy to see where other boats are if they're drifting left, right the north side, the south side, against the current or with the current. Whereas when you fish these reefs, you may have to position the boat in four different places, figure out all the fish up current, down current. But they're generally pretty close to that that reef down there. And when you do find them, you generally don't have anybody fishing around you. So I think they're pretty productive. They're just underfished. Underutilized, yeah, very good possibility. Mike, uh, I know you provide gift certificates. If somebody wants to take mom on a fishing trip and uh, want to give her a gift certificate, can they get that from you? Oh, certainly. We can print up gift certificates and mail them out fairly quickly. It's easy thing to do with the technology we have nowadays. Just simply put it together, put it in an envelope, put a couple of stamps on it, and out it goes. So we've done that many times over the years and continue to do it. Well, they can find you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, and also on your site, AAofLA.com. And if they want to call and check out dates and availability at Spots and Dots Lakehouse Lodge, what's that phone number? You can reach me very simply at 985-781-7811. You can leave a voicemail or even shoot me a text. 
Well, there's a lady sitting here by the name of Janice, and she is uh, ready to cash in on her trip. She's been wanting me to ask you about her trip, so you better better come up with something real quick or both of us are going to be in trouble. <laughs> we certainly don't want that. I'll text <laughs> you some dates, um, and we'll shoot for November, where we don't have <laughs> too terribly cold weather and we have very good fishing really close by. A good Thanksgiving trip. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. And uh, appreciate it. Good luck today. And uh, happy uh, Mother's Day to all the moms out there that are fishing with their children. Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. All right. We come back after this. If you like to jump in a kayak and grab a paddle, or if you got one of those fancy smancy pedal kayaks, your report is next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And our stroking report, some of you call it paddling, is brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's and Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us now of the Louisiana Kayak Company. And, Eric, what's going on at Massey's? I heard they picked up a new product over there. Yeah, they got a new uh, line of uh, paddle boards. It's actually pretty much uh, uh, it's pretty much top of the line. You know, it's, it's a high-end end product. It's really good. Uh, it's called Bodie. Uh, I call it Bodie, but B-O-T-E, boat, you know, uh, is the way they spell it. Uh, but they got the full line of that over there, and they even got that uh, that that board. You know, when we were kids, we used to tie off tractor tires on, on the wharf and float. Now they got fancy things. But uh, <laughs> it's a 7x7 seven seven in, inflatable, and uh, – and 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 they they you know for hanging out for the beach uh, you know at at the camp uh, off the back of the boat it's pretty neat I'll send you a picture of that down uh, on Facebook there you know yeah. but uh, they got all kinds of stuff they got your hats uh, jazz fest uh, I'm fishing too and uh, you know the sun shirts and make sure you got that sunscreen for walking around and they got the, the little short rubber boots you know like Grundens and uh, they got a, a I don't know a bunch of brands I can't name them all offhand <laughs> I can't remember. Well, Eric, um, you know, we talked to Mike Gallo, and he told us Lake Pontchartrain's on fire. How about fishing it in a kayak? Give us some tips and advice on fishing those bridges and the shoreline when you're in a paddlecraft. Well, Darren, uh, first of all, wear your life preserver. 
pick your wind direction safely. That's the first thing to do. Safety is first, and like punch train, as we all know, even in big vessels. Um, but uh, you talked about uh, the Lafayette Yakers on the uh, double rigs. Uh, it, they've been killing them on the double rigs. Uh, Mike said, told you to set up on how to do that right. Um, I like to use different colors, though. On the, I like a dark color on the bottom and a light color on top. Uh, but they, they've been catching them close to shore, uh, you know, launching out of the boat launches or over the levees. Uh, also, they've been uh, walking the lakefront. Uh, on the lake, they've been using, uh, you know, just go to the first shelter and start walking east and uh, bring a little wagon, which we can carry you tackle ice chest. Uh, they've been using the DOA shrimp, the short truce, under a popping cork and fishing about four feet and just walking along until you hit hit a trout, and then they they seem to be there. And, they, you know, they, sometimes they get a limit, sometimes they don't. But it's been really good. You can also troll, you know, like, you know, just like with the big boats. But I think you're a little bit more stealthy in the uh, kayaks where, you know, you can troll your rattle traps, your, um, your mirror lures and stuff like that. Uh, I think you're a little bit more stealthy doing that in the in the kayak for some reason. It seems to work pretty good. A lot of guys will troll along them bridges out there in, in the east. Uh, one of your favorite spots, Port Sulphur. How you been doing down there? Man, we got real lucky. We turned a corner, and there was a big pile of redfish. And, uh, we caught them all up. And uh, couldn't ask for that. I was like, well, it's only, it's only 8 o'clock. <laughs> Look at this. So, yeah, the, for me, the fish has been great. Uh, we didn't even try for speckled trout. The man just wanted to catch redfish. A uh, gentleman and his wife come down. And they're from South Florida, uh, Boca Raton. And uh, they had a great time. He comes down with me every year and uh, this time of year. And uh, his wife enjoyed the scenery, taking pictures and stuff. She didn't fish. She just watched and, and read her book and stuff and paddled around in the kayak and had a great day. So I can't say anything bad about Fort Salford. You know, from they've been catching fish all up and down 23. It just depends on where you're fishing at and, and what you're looking for. How about Highway 1? Very popular place to put in a kayak. Well, everybody knows it's the time of year, Don. They pounder the, the trout and the redfish and stuff down there. Uh, you know, fish the beaches when you can. And if not, fish off the road. Uh, fish behind Danny Ray's launch down that way is a good place to put in. Uh, you know, spend some money in there. Folks could use some help down there in Grand Isle. Uh, you know, that's, that's my suggestion. Grab a bag of ice, some gas, something, you can food, whatever. And uh, just keep fishing, man. It, it, it's, it's on down there. You know, it's a great time. You can take the kids crabbing, crabbing off of Elmer's Island now. You know, that's all back open up. That's something else to do. Uh, you know, it, it, they just catching fish down there. Place we haven't talked about much, Delacro. What you hearing down there? Well, they've been catching mixed bags, uh, you know, uh, trout, reds, drum, uh, flounder. Uh, you know, it depends on what you're looking for. Just uh, keep fishing on that, uh, using spoons in, in the ponds, you know, finding the grassy areas. You can sight cast them with crawfish lures and stuff like that. Uh, it's always a good time going down to the Delacro. Can't complain at all about that. I like that area, too. Yeah, it really is good, and it's been down for a while, but sounds like it's coming back. All right, now you've got a yeah. warning that you'd like to issue for paddle fishermen. Uh, tell them about what's going on this time of the year. Well, it's it's the it's, um, you know May and uh, end of April and until about the middle of May, maybe the end of May uh, is the spawning season for the garfish, and a lot of people think that the garfish is going to eat you alive. Um, it's just going to scare you really bad. Just Stay steady. If you hit one, you know, just don't get crazy and, and do something goofy and get yourself thrown out the kayak and in the mud uh, because they're in the real shallow ponds. 
you know, some of these animals are 200 pounds that, that you're looking at, you know, and they look like like a log. And uh, you may not see them, and you may drift up on them and bump them and stuff like that. It, it'll definitely wake you up, let's put it that way. And, uh, you know, a lot of people confuse that about running into an alligator. It, no, that's not what happens. You're running into a garfish, you know. So just you, and it's kind of cool to watch them, too, because you can see them spawning. In a, you know, the big female will be there, and, and all the males will be circling around her and doing their thing and all of that. It, it's a neat neat thing going on out there in the marsh if you get the chance yeah, to watch same them. Th- same thing goes on in a lot of late-night bars in New Orleans, too, you know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah, you are right. You got the garfish and they all circling. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All right, my friend. Good talking to you as always. Catch a few fish, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, Don. You have a great weekend, and uh, y'all have fun over there in Kaplan. Sounds like a good time. Oh, we're planning on it. We always do whenever we come. Thanks again, Eric. Right. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All, All right. right, coming up next, it's Bad Boys of the Outdoors time. Yeah, this one uh, got a lesson. Maybe you're not aware of a a law. I'm not sure whether the perpetrator was or wasn't, but he got cited. We'll tell you his story next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, taking a look at our text message. Uh, I love to get text messages like this. It says, thanks for the information you gave about get out and fish. I went to the ponds in Homa and brought home some big catfish. Still trying to catch some of those rainbow trout. Brought my handicapped son, and he loved it. That's Big E and Thibodeau. Glad you had such a great trip, Biggie. you got to wait on those rainbow trout. They'll be stocking those in the wintertime. Water's much too warm for them now. All right, we have uh, this one. Tofield is smiling down. Yes, I think he is. And, you know, one of Mother's Day, I always think about Tofield because he and I did a fishing show with our mothers. We took them out fishing, caught a bunch of redfish, and he brought along some wine and cheese, and we pulled them along the bank. And just one of the greatest Mother's Day gifts I ever gave my mother. So consider taking mom fishing. She'll really appreciate it. All right, here's one says, other than the bugs and the great fishing, hunting, and eating weather, <laughs> bless you and the camo gang. Don't forget the Mother's Day. That's D.C. from Alabama. Uh, here's a question. Think the opening of the shrimp season will affect fishing around Grand Isle, muddy up the water? Yes, indeed, it will. And Daryl was also telling us about the dredging project to rebuild the islands. That also causes some muddy water. If you're fishing around Grand Isle and you see dirty, muddy water, go the other way. Got to find that clean water to find the fish. Uh, Mike from Mississippi says, while he's listening to the show, his son FaceTimed him. He just finished him watching Catch a Limit of Trout over here in Mississippi on Crocus. That was a treat. Uh, reason I wasn't with him, we're going to City Park this morning. Well, maybe you'll catch some fish there because the lagoons are loaded with them. All right, we're going to pause 10 seconds. When we come back, it's bad boys of the outdoors time. Stay with us. We're going to let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Well, on April 6th, the good guys, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Agent Sergeant Jason Granados and Corporal Thomas Forehand were on patrol in the Biloxi Wildlife Management Area in St. Bernard Parish when they observed a bad guy, Andrew Messenger of Prairieville, Louisiana, in a pipeline canal near Bayou Biloxi. He was operating a boat propelled by three surface drive motors and was actively bow fishing. On the Biloxi WMA, mud boats or air-cooled vessels can only be powered by a straight shaft long-tail air-cooled motor that are 25 horsepower or less. All other types of airboats, mud boats, air-cooled propulsion vessels, including surface drives, are prohibited. Keep that in mind or else you could end up facing a $350 fine like 29-year-old Andrew Messenger of Prairieville, Louisiana, 
our bad boy of the outdoors. A lot of you didn't know that. Maybe Andrew didn't know it too, but he knows it now. All right, coming back after this, the Plastic Man joins us. We'll talk about fishing down near the Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge. Beautiful place down the river, close to the Mississippi River, mouth of it in the Gulf. We'll be back to talk to Ryan right after this time. It's a little froggy. Some people call it foggy here in Kaplan at Mrs. Rose's bed and breakfast, but the sun should be burning that off. And we're going to talk to Barry Toops in just a few minutes and tell you more about it because you got a great fishing pond here. We caught some nice bass and some big bull brim in there yesterday and looking forward to that again today as well as catching some crawfish. Let's talk to the plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert. Ryan, is it foggy where you are this morning? Got a little fog? Nope. Good morning, buddy. Uh, it's a nice day, actually. It's uh, the wind finally laid, laid down. It was it was still rocking last night, but it laid down. It looks pretty out there. I got all the boys off this morning, and I'm about to get in the boat myself. It's uh, hopefully go chase some speckled trout. Yeah, well, you know, it looks like some kind of a little front came through. Left us with some west wind and northwest wind. We don't normally see that this late in the spring, you know. And that thing came by yesterday evening and run us off the water. And it stayed on, on the east side of the river, and it went west to east and never got on the lodge. So I got to cut my grass again. <laughs> but uh, the fishing's been really good. You know, we're having to run about 25 minutes because the river's about 13 foot. So once we clear, you know, the freshest water, boom, you know, we're in them. So it's been good. I mean, Cody's been hot as a firecracker. He's living on trout and reds like four days. So uh, <laughs> that's as good as you can get. Now, how is he fishing them? Well, he, he, you know, of course, they got their live shrimp, and he'll pull up and he'll whack his redfish on live shrimp, and then he's been catching the uh, the trout on plastic, just finding a point with some more water moving over, and he's he's uh, I think he's throwing a Z-Man product, and he's been whacking them. I mean, look, ten thirty, he had limit of both uh, day before yesterday. I mean, that's pretty good. Well, they set the shrimp seasons, and in a lot of areas of shrimp boats, because of you know they're dragging the nets and the trawls over the the mar- the, uh, the open water, it kind of muddies the water up. Do y'all have a problem with that down there? Well, sometimes you know, but in the back when we it wasn't just open water, you know, then it would muddy specific areas because the land would keep it in. But now that it's all open water, you know, you could just get up or down tide from it and and find your better water. You know, sometimes it. It disperses the fish, but, you know, I don't worry about all that anymore. You know, a lot of people worry about dolphins came in my, my set, you know, but that's, the fish deal with that every day of their life, and they'll come right back in about two minutes after he leaves. You know, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I I, I, I think I've seen too much, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Has any of you guys made the run out to Chandelier? I know sometimes you guys go out there. I guess with the weather, you haven't been able to do it, but today might be a good day to experiment a little bit. They, they, they haven't. I imagine it's still rocking out there this morning because it, it was really blowing. I mean, really blowing southwest last night and yesterday. I mean, all evening, it was blowing 30. But uh, the fish are out there. You know, Breton and all, they got this nice fish out there already. I've been seeing a lot of catches come from there. We haven't had a chance or need to because we're catching fish right here. So, you know, everybody's been extremely happy. And, and uh, you know, as long as we do that, we won't have to run. You know, it, it, I can launch and be there 35, 40 minutes, and I like mm-hmm. to go. But, you know, if um, if they're not there, then you got some, then you got to go to plan B real quick, and there's a lot of running and stuff. But, as you know, I like going out there because you got them thumpers waiting out there for you. So, um, of course, I'm not getting out of a perfectly good boat to do it. <laughs> <laughs> walking around with the sharks. I don't think I'm going to play that game. 
I yeah, see the, well. I see them beat the sharks with their rod and stuff as they try to eat their hey, fish. I said, oh, no. Look, the, the sharks, are, at least in my worries, are stepping on stingrays out there. There's a load oh, of them. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that? Man, I know a lot of people have been hit. This, they say it's not fun at all. No, it's not. So, no, it's not. Ryan, I got so a text message. I got a text okay, message, go and somebody wants to know if you do any uh, state water snapper trips from, from your lodge. Uh, I have a I have a couple of guys that will do it. Uh, a couple of my boys will go, and and we got some pretty pretty shallow too, so we can run out there and get it. So we do. Uh, you know, Jay likes to to do that, and uh, I think McWillie likes to do that. I like to do it. I just don't guide on it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather the boys make the money. Yeah, well, but, that may be uh, nothing think, easier to do. If you can get out there, you're going to catch them because those rigs are loaded. With yeah, them. you got three fish this year too, so. You yeah. know, you go down there and drop down on them. There's so many of them. I mean, and, and they're great eating fish. They're fun to fight. Uh, it's it's fun. I like to do it. But, I, I, of course, I do it with a jigging spoon, and I'm not throwing bait down there. <laughs> so, you know, a jigging spoon will catch them. I mean, that's fun. Boy, they will knock the fire out of that thing. Golly, I like it. It's, they, they, that's a vicious fish. <laughs> yeah, and you were getting so mentioned, ready to I, mention something about ducks. Did you say something about ducks? Yeah, it's not even duck season in your captain. What's going? What you doing? <laughs> we're crawfishing. It is crawfish season. Uh, okay. Now. Yeah, in the duck pond. See, I knew they had some ducks in there somehow. <laughs> the only ducks we're seeing now are the Mexican whistlers. You know, they still got a few blue wings around. I did. Uh, I took the Water Institute out on that Bay Denise project this week, and they still had quite a few blue wings and some whistlers and tons of model ducks. I'm so happy to see the model ducks because there's so much habitat there now that there's a lot of nesting already. So that's a good thing because they, they were getting a little, little decimated by that lack yeah, of habitat. Yeah. So it's good to see them around. Yeah, well, those teal are uh, a lot of like people people from up north. They come down here, they don't want to go home yet. So they'll be there. They're on their way back. It's a it's amazing how a bird can leave here. Here it is, May. Leave here, go have a family, come back in the late August. That's incredible. That's a that's a feat. That's just that's, it's just great to see stuff like that. I saw a big old painted bunning this morning too. Being I, I just love the birds. For somebody kills yeah. so many, it seemed like I wouldn't love them as much, huh? <laughs> Well, that's all part of it. That's all part of it. Well, Ryan, always a pleasure talking with you. Uh, you can go to CajunFishingAdventures.com and give them that old cell phone number you answer on a regular basis. All the time, 504-559-5111, and I answer my phone. So if you need something, just give me a call. Call him. He ain't scared, I promise you. <laughs> I right. ain't scared, Doug. We'll see right, you next friend, week. You have a good time. Bite them claws. Yes, sir. Yes, we will. We'll get some claws and pinch some tails and suck some heads. We got that in the plans. All right, we'll be back right after this timeout. We're going to close it out with Barry Toops, who is the uh, owner of Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, Crawfish Haven, and kind of tease you about what's going on here on a Mother's Day weekend. We're back to do it right after this timeout on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Rose Bed and Breakfast in Kaplan, Louisiana, also known as Crawfish Haven. Barry Toops rejoins us. And, Barry, we talked about the campground. We talked about coming out here for an excursion where people get to do a DIY, do-it-yourself, hands-on trip with you, pulling up the traps, rebaiting the traps, bringing the crawfish in, doing the cooking, the whole deal from start to finish. Uh, you can also cater parties and have a reunion like you got going on this afternoon. What are some of the best times of the year to come if people are interested in doing the excursion? So we start up in November. 
and we usually start catching crawfish right right around Thanksgiving time, and we fish till June the first. But probably the best months is March and April, March, April, and May. March, April, and May are your top months, but you can do it over the winter months. It's a great winter trip, too. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of duck hunters that come down here in this area during November, December, January. They go make a goose hunt, but they come here like a day early. They do a crawfish excursion, crawfish bowl, and then they go back, and and the next morning they go duck hunting. You had a very special event that's been going on annually called the Pardoning of the Crawfish. Talk about that. Yes, sir. Every year, Lieutenant Governor and I, they pick a location. They pick somebody special. A couple of years ago, it was John Fost, who you know very well. And we uh, we honored him that year. So every year, they honor someone. I bring the lucky crawfish, and we get to pardon that lucky crawfish. And it's always the first Tuesday after Mardi Gras. So it's kind of a takeoff on the pardoning of the turkeys during Thanksgiving that we see every year. That's correct. That's correct. We we do that. Uh, I, was, I was very fortunate this year. Um, Commissioner of Agriculture Mike Strand came here, and we uh, he they shot a video, and I talked to his press secretary a week later, and there was over thirty thousand people had downloaded that video in one week. So we're very fortunate. We've got a lot of great people coming here. Bayou Wild has come here several times. I still get people that come here and said I saw it two years ago in Bayou Wild, and we are that's why we're here. Well, you can watch those episodes at BayouWildTV.com. Just look for past episodes. We've done several of them here. Miss Louisiana grabbing frogs, other ones catching crawfish in the net, going out there and doing it. We always have a great time when we come out here, Barry. And, you know, the crawfish industry is very important to Louisiana. It's a big industry, and what you do here is very important for the state tourism. I mean, you bring people from all over the world. Yes, sir. It's called agritourism, what we're doing here, and we we, we – we promote crawfish. We, you know, that's that's what we specialize in. We're getting people from all over the world. If you Google crawfish excursion or, or crawfish tours, we're the first one that pops up in the whole world. And 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 it, it's so fun to see somebody seeing crawfish for the first time in their life, eating crawfish for the first time in their life. You put three pounds, five pounds in front of them and said, "Who's that for?" And I said, "You're going to eat all that." And they sit down and eat every one of them. Once we show them how to peel them. Well, you know, you do a very educational talk while you're out there. People learn a lot about the crawfish. What is one of the strangest questions you ever got about crawfish? Don, I get all sorts of questions, like how long they live for, like um, how deep they bury. But strangest, I don't know. I don't know about the strangest. All right. If you'd like to see Barry, check him out. Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast. Our website is? Crawfishhaven.net. My website is crawfishhaven.net. Crawfishhaven.net. Very good. Now, don't confuse that with crawfish heaven because it is a crawfish heaven for sure. All right, that's about going to wrap it up for us. Uh, I'll, I'll send out to all you mothers, if you can take your mom on a fishing trip, don't put it off. Take her out there. Spend some time with her, if nothing else. Maybe go out to the park. Uh, bring the camera. Take some pictures. Go to the beach. Uh, time is, is the most important thing we have. You can give gifts, and they last a short time, but those trips with mom and that time spent, that stays with them and you for the rest of your life. All right, get out there and be careful. We'll be back again to do this next week. We do it each and every Saturday morning. We're in our 33rd year of doing this, and we never get tired of it. Hope you don't get tired of it either. 
Make a note of our number. We love to hear from our audience, 504-260-1870. Real-time text. Come into the studio here. You can ask questions, give your reports, comments. We'd love to hear from you each and every Saturday morning. We've got a great spring morning out there. It's a perfect weekend to spend some time with Mom. And as soon as I put this microphone down, we're going to go have some great crawfish omelets for breakfast, and then we're going to hit the fishing pond, go catch some crawfish, boil them up, and just enjoy this precious Mother's Day weekend as each and every one of them is. Thanks for joining us again. We'll see you again next week when we come back with another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.